Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be. It's a pleasure having you to join me in this podcast about our lamp and keeping it full. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks. It is so good to have you back for episode three. I will assure you we have some more great food for the spirit coming right up. In the last podcast, we talked about hunger and thirst. And that, in my opinion, are the key elements to growing spiritually. So we can be ready to be used and ready to go with Him, Jesus, when He returns. I want to talk to you today about the oil that fuels our lamp. Keep in mind that everyone is an image bearer of God, and God is spirit. Our scripture today is in the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 53 through 58. But first, I want to give you an illustration. Obviously, if the lamps in the days of Jesus, when he walked this earth, if they didn't have oil in them, they weren't usable, were they? Nowadays, we have lamps when we take camping trips or hiking trips, but for the most part, they have batteries or maybe solar-powered. There are other sources as well, butane, propane, possibly. But guess what? They all can and will do one thing, run out of their power source. I'd like to show you how one man's description of the foolish virgins in Matthew 25 in the Bible compares to today's church. He says, quote, I believe that the five foolish virgins, the man said, had no oil for the very same reasons people today continue to run out of gas in their cars, even when the flashing message on their dash instrument panel tells them they are running out. First, men don't believe the warning signs. They don't think things are as bad as they're reported to be. Uh, A man might say, I must have more gas than that, or I've gotten this same message before, and I've always managed to be able to get to the gas station before running out. (laughs) Well, the Bible says that we are all sinners under divine condemnation, condemned to hell. There is no one righteous, not even one. You see, we keep trying to think we've got this under control, this thing called life, don't we? Well, look what the Gospel of John in uh, chapter 6 says in uh, verse 53 through 58. In verse 53, we start out, So Jesus said it again, With all the earnestness I possess, I tell you this, Unless you eat the flesh of the Messiah and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. 54 says, But anyone who does eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life and I will raise him at the last day. 
For my flesh is the true food, and my blood is the true drink. Everyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood is in me, and I in him. I live by the power of the living Father who sent me, and in the same way those who partake of me shall live because of me. I am the true bread from heaven, and anyone who eats this bread shall live forever and not die as your fathers did, though they ate bread from heaven. Well, we're talking about spiritual food, or fuel, you might say, lamp power, I call it. Don't leave home without it. In the Gospel of Matthew, in chapter 5, verse 13, the Bible says, You are the salt of the earth. Now, if a lamp does not produce its worth, it's worthless. And in Matthew 5.13, it says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. And then let's turn over to John uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5 and verse 14 as well. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, John's telling us about Christ. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. He was continually existing in the beginning, co-eternally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him, not even one thing was made that has come into being. In him was life and the power to bestow life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines on the darkness and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it, or appropriate it, or absorb it, and it's unreceptive to it. And verse 14 says, And the word Christ became flesh. Wow! What, a, what a, an understanding uh, that John is sharing there. Jesus is the word, the light the oil, the life, the power, and in him we are complete. The more of him we consume, the more of him is in us. One of my favorite scriptures in all of the Bible, Paul writes in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. This is powerful to me, and I, I hope that it is to you as well. Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That, that's just, Paul is saying, 
I died. I, I, I've picked up my cross. I've gone to Calvary as well. And I like what John MacArthur says so well when he says when, when the Father looks at the cross, he sees you or me. And when he looks at, and when he looks at us, he sees Jesus. Please get this part here. If you don't come away with anything else to, in today's lesson, grab this part and hold on tight. Increased intimacy with the Lord gives increased capacity, and that gives increased authority. Here's the concept. If you go to the ocean with a teaspoon, you will get a teaspoon of water. If you go with a bucket, you will get a bucket of water. But if you go with a tanker, you will get a tanker full of water. Now, how about this lamp? Now, if we abide in Jesus and he abides in us, it is him, the word, that fills the lamp. But if we foolishly astray away, our lamp goes out. Boy, there is a lot here to consume. But it is so critical that we ingest on a continuous diet of the word of the Lord. Bodybuilders extend their muscles to grow larger, don't they? But they must eat properly as they do it. Isn't that true? Let me put it this way. If a bodybuilder only had one meal a week, would he or she look, what would he or she look like? That's a pretty obvious understanding. Athletes cannot stay healthy and be effective with that kind of a diet. Well, guess what? Neither can a person who calls themselves a follower of Jesus. We have to feed on the Word of God daily. Well, it's been good. It's been a good one today, and I hope the Lord is blessing you wherever you may be. Hunger and thirst are prerequisites in growth and maturity. So, so until next time, uh, keep adding the oil to, to that lamp of yours. So that will do it for today, and I hope to that you can uh, tune in next week. And by the way, if you have friends or relatives that come to mind as you listen, please invite them. And comments are welcome as well at this address. Fillthelamp at yahoo.com. It's one word, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. Let me pray for you. Father God, I just hope that this teaching lifts you up, Lord, and gives you the glory. And as we study your word, as we consume you, because you are the word, Lord, 
as we consume you, that we we become more like you, that we grow, and, and we grow because we have an appetite. We hunger and thirst for righteousness. And Father God, your word teaches us that the body of Christ is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So I just pray and hope that all the listeners here today will be blessed and that this will stir their appetite to grow and flourish to the glory of the Most High God. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. It's good to be with you.